What's the secret to your hair, Dr. Lisa? I get that question so much. And what I have changed recently is using my Nourish Collagen Peptides from the Nourish Balance Thrive line. As you know, before I ever put my name on anything, I test it out for months. And so therefore, I have been using this product for a long time before it ever became available to you guys. Why am I loving this product so much more than any other ones that I've ever used? A, this is grass-fed collagen. So if you are dealing with post-COVID hair loss, if you are dealing with a Hashimoto's diagnosis or a hypo or just low thyroid diagnosis and you're losing your hair, or maybe you're noticing your hair just isn't as thick as it used to be when you were in your 20s, right? There's so many of us noticing that. You might want to add some collagen into your routine. And the Nourish Collagen Peptides is from grass-fed cows, so you're going to love that. You're not going to get all the nasty hormones or whatever else that might be in conventional products. I am always looking for the cleanest source available. What else? If you're looking in the mirror and you're noticing those laugh lines, or if you can pinch your skin and it doesn't like rebound back as fast as it used to, that means the elasticity of your skin just isn't there and we want to rebuild it, nourish it so it can thrive, right? So the Nourish Collagen Peptides will do just that. And obviously as a chiropractor, I love this because it is good for your joint health as well. So Nourish Collagen Peptides has type 1 and type 3 collagen peptides in it, which are great for, like I said, hair, skin, and nails. So if you are dealing with laugh lines or thinning hair or creaky joints, you're going to want to grab a container of the Nourish Collagen Peptides. You can mix it into your smoothies, into your coffee. You can mix it into like your brownies if you're eating that drlisao.com, click the shop link or click the link below. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. Welcome back to the show. We are talking about sex today. I have Amanda Testa on today's podcast, and she has got some brilliant information. So here's the deal with 2020 and all the stressors that are going on right now. There are a lot of relationships that are stressed. So we're going to deep dive into that. And again, we're going to talk about the unmentionables. So listen in. Hey there, Rockstar. I'm so glad you're here. I know you've been struggling for a while, trying to figure out why things just aren't changing. I've been there. I get you. I see you. I know how hard you're trying. I'm here to let you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm here to teach you the simple steps to becoming that healthy, vibrant, best version of you. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome to the show. I have a spectacular guest here with me today, you guys. I have Amanda Testa. She is a sex, love, and relationship expert, and I am so excited to bring her to all of you because we're going to talk sex. We're going to talk all sorts of stuff. We're going to talk relationships. <laughs> it's just a great conversation. We actually just recorded a whole thing on orgasm. So ladies, if you're, if you're listening, you're going to want to get into the Women's Summit and just check that one out. <laughs> Yes, yes. So Amanda, thanks so much for being here. Yes, From Denver, Colorado. I just found that yes, out. I yes. put you in California. I don't know why. <laughs> so let's just talk. Every, let's talk about sex. Let's jump yeah. in. Let's say talk about some relationships because I think here's the deal. Everybody, we know we've all been locked into our homes. Yes. It's a it's challenging a time. You know, and something that I see 
in my years of working with overwhelmed women trying to manage everything and take care of their careers and their homes and their families and their partners and all the things is that it's very easy to fall to the bottom of the list. And I know for myself, that was exactly my story. I, you know, never thought I would grow up to be a sex coach, so to speak, right? <laughs> but so then in second grade, I want right? to be. <laughs> yes, Dr. When Ruth. I grow up, teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but I just found, I remember after my daughter was born, I just found myself so disconnected from myself. The things that I normally would do would not light me up. I was, and I thought I was doing all the right things, right? I was taking care of myself. I was working out. I was involved in my community. I was doing all the things. And I was just like, what? I didn't have postpartum. Like I couldn't figure it out. And I just remember one morning going to the bathroom and I was like kicking all the toys out of my way and just feeling so frustrated and looking myself in the mirror and just having zero disconnection, zero connection with the woman looking back at me. Mm. And I just thought this cannot be my life. Like what is going on? I just made a commitment in that moment to follow the breadcrumbs to find myself again because it was a mess. And I just remember coming across one of the things that one of the breadcrumbs I found was working with my mentor doing a course around sexuality. And I thought, well, spicing things up in the bedroom couldn't hurt, right? After you have a baby, that's always challenging. (laughs) And so I was like, all right, I'll take it. And I remember at the time feeling so mortified, thinking, oh my God, if anyone knew I was taking this, I would die. I would die. (laughs) So embarrassed. But yet after doing the work, I thought, oh my gosh, it was night and day. Like not only, of course, Better sex was a side effect, but mostly it was deeply connecting with myself and my body and healing a lot of residual shame and trauma and, you know, self body hatred, all the things. And so I thought, all right, after I did this work, I just thought, why are women not taught this? This should be screamed from the mountaintops. Yes. So after that, I was like, all right, I'm going to get certified and spent years and years doing all the things and getting all the certifications to be able to help women. So they wouldn't have to experience the same things that I did. I love that. And it's such a thing. It's all of us. It's our pain to purpose, right? Whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's all supposed to happen the way that it does, right? Yes. So that way we can find our purpose. But how many women feel that way? And there is such um, such a shame to talk about sex, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like, like I said it right when we first logged on, I'm like, I'm such a prude. I don't ever talk, but we're going to do yeah. this. Right. Because I know there's people listening and it's funny throughout this whole women's summit that we were just recording for, like it has forced me to get out of my shell. So, um, like it's, it's huge because women, we need these topics and men, we need these topics too. Like we we all need to connect to our own self. Yes. Well, first of all, I want to celebrate you in bringing these conversations to light because it is something that needs to be talked about. The more it's talked about, the less stigma there is around it. And the more people realize, wow, I'm not the only one that experiences that. I mean, I see that time and time again. And when I teach my group programs and things, women are always like, wow, I thought I was the only one. Right. Because we suffer in silence. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, I think women don't really, or people in general don't really necessarily think like sex is a huge part of, you know, they're like, I can live without it or eh, no big deal. I've got, or they think, oh, after this time of my life or after I have kids or X, Y, Z happens. And then that part of me is just done, which is so not true. Because that's a huge part of our life force. And when you shut that part of you down, every part of you suffers. Let's talk about life force then too, because this is one of the things like mm-hmm. I brought it up a lot. Um, I don't know if it's been on my podcast or the summit. I've been doing so many interviews, right? Yes. So, um, and I laugh because 
you know, I'm a, I'm a chiropractor, I'm a naturopath, I'm a holistic person. Mm -hmm. And being that person 15 years ago, new in practice in this area, having that perspective, wow, like the MDs did not like me, but there was a, um, and he's since retired, but there was an OBGYN over here that was taking out every woman's uterus, like uterus, bam. And it would be a full hysterectomy. And I started seeing women that were only 10 years older than me at that point, like, you know, 35, 37 years old going in for a full hysterectomy. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, what is that going to do to your sex life at this point? Mm-hmm. Right? Like you're taking your hormone, like everything. And it's, we're young at 35. That's, you got a lot yeah. of life ahead of you. Yes. And so anyways, like this is my thought as my thoughts roll removing organs again that's energetic and then it's hormonal as well but let's talk about life force let's talk about chakras let's talk about all of the balance and all of that yes i love talking this but i will say you know specifically speaking to hysterectomies and knowing that if you have had any of your internal organs removed that you do still have the energetic space there so good there is a possibility to connect to that because i think that's what is what's huge about our womb or the energy there you know this is where creation creation happens, right? So whether you're creating a life or a business or a hobby or whatever it is, a garden, you can use this energy to create. I I end up, I mean, this is when I realized I need to put this podcast on YouTube so they can see my face. (laughs) Yes. That's like, oh, wow. Yeah. That is like creation. Mm -hmm. I need that. But I mean, like you just, all creation. Right. And so when you think about you know, turn on or sensation and activation, no matter where you're experiencing it, often, obviously, it can be quite pleasurable when you experience sensation. Sometimes you might not have a lot of it. Sometimes it might be pain. But what the thing is, is that the more you can tune into pleasure, you know, pleasure and pain actually both originate in the same part of the brain, right? The nucleus mm-hmm. accumbens. And so when you can allow the pleasure receptors to, to beat the pain receptors, you're going to experience pleasure. So I think there's, that's a big part of it too, is like when you can focus on what feels good, not only in your body, but outside of your body, then you're going to have more of that. And the more that you are cultivating your sexual energy through, you can do it through some simple things, right? Even just like I mentioned before, yeah. self-pleasure practices, sensual self-care, um, dropping into your senses more and tuning into what lights you up. I think doing like just taking time for relaxation and breath, all these things are going to help that energy. And then when you can get that energy flowing, then you can send it through your system, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like you just said, more like focusing more on that, you're going to receive more of that. And it's the same thing. Like we know that in the law of attraction, you focus on love, you get more love. You focus, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. where you focus on, where you put your energy, you get more of it. And we have to focus that too. Like our whole sexual help, like focus on that. Yes. It's like, it's just connecting it all. Yeah. The things that we all know, (laughs) you're like, it goes here too. <laughs> yes, right. It's like taking that self-pleasure as meditation, as stress relief, as, you know, keeping you looking young, all those things, right? I want to look young. <laughs> all the money all these ladies are spending on everything, on all mm-hmm. the things for her stuff. Yeah, let's talk about, well, let's talk about orgasm and let's talk about hormonal balance and all that good stuff. Because again, ladies, yeah. if we're not achieving orgasm, like we yes. should be. Right. And know that if you haven't before, that that's okay. And there's many women that haven't, but it's possible for anyone. We all have that possibility. And sometimes through life experiences, through trauma, through whatever, you know, we can be really disconnected from that. 
but know that it's possible to reawaken your orgasmic potential. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I think a big key, one of the first little baby steps is, and again, a lot of times you have to do it in doable steps. Might it feel too much to be like, well, I'm just going to start, you know, self-pleasuring every day. Maybe you're like, um, that's freaking me out. I don't even want to think about doing that. (laughs) But maybe you could think about dropping in and enjoying things you're already doing more, like really noticing what clothes you're wearing. Do they feel good on your skin? Could you perhaps maybe wear clothes that feel good to touch or have things around you that feel good to touch, right? Could you um, think about how you can enjoy just the sensations that you experience in your body or even connect to those. I think one of the basic things about reconnecting to sensation and bringing an orgasm can be just a simple body scan, which I'm sure many people listening are probably familiar with, but literally just scanning your body from head to toe and speaking out loud what your sensations are. Like, hmm, I feel a tingling in my right pinky or I feel a you know, swirling sensation in my belly or I feel you know, an itch on my thigh, whatever it can be. That is a huge way to like open up that proprioception and connect the different parts of our body. So when you take that to specifically your genitals, you can just really do just that kind of meditation in that area. Like, what am I noticing here? Right. To connect, just to connect the dots, right. So the nerves can reconnect to what they're feeling. Absolutely. Like, obviously as a chiropractor thinking of like the brain connects, you know, is all the signals. Mm -hmm. We want it all connected. Yes. So that, and then taking time to learn what you enjoy right? If, you've, if this is something that you're curious about, then take time to learn. There's so many great resources out there, or even just taking time on your own to, like I said, create a regular self-care practice that includes self-pleasure. So you can figure out what touch you like and what you don't like and how giving yourself time, not being rushed, really slowing down. That is a key component, I think, to any busy woman. Like, And whether, I don't know, maybe it's all, all women, we are so running at 100% mm-hmm. trying to juggle every single ball in the air and not drop anything. Yes. So it is. And I think, you know, three components to think about when you are thinking about orgasm, which can expand to other areas as well, yeah. is like the first is connecting to that sensation. The second is allowing an expansion, right? So whatever you're experiencing that feels good, could you focus on that? Could you allow it to expand? You know, could you, how could you enjoy it more fully? Like, even if it's just having a cup of hot tea, like, how could I enjoy my hot tea even more? Right. right? Or if you're feeling a lot of pleasure, how can I maybe breathe into this and let it expand even more a little bit in my system? And then finally, the part that can be really hard is the surrender part, right? The letting go. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a big key is allowing yourself to let go and just release and enjoy and not feel so like, got to hold on tight, got to keep control, but just like right. really surrendering to the experience. I think we need to um, put that to every aspect of our life too, right? right? <laughs> Not just in the bedroom, ladies, but... Yes, orgasms can be, they can expand. Anything can be orgasmic <laughs> experience. Yeah. Oh, goodness. That's awesome. What else? Like, this is, how about, especially as everybody's been cooped up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in a routine that's not anything that we're used to. I mean, at this point, how many months in there we're becoming yes. accustomed yes. to it, but it could be stressing our relationships at this point. What would be some of the suggestions you would say for somebody that is seeing like, seeing some really big struggles in their marriage maybe, mm-hmm. or in their, just in their relationship? Well, no, that's really common right now yeah. because with all that's going on, the pandemic, COVID, being stuck at home, being together 24 seven, it's bound that all our triggers are going to be activated. 
and all the I things. Learn all that time. Yes. And the more that you, and you don't have access to the things that usually bring you support, right? The normal activities that you do, like going to the gym or whatever it may be, aren't available. So you really have to make your self-care priority, which I know seems like such a simple thing, but I think sometimes when it feels overwhelming is just starting with those simple things. It's like, am I doing the basic things I need to take care of myself? Because those foundations build on one another. And so you're obviously not going to be in an orgasmic mood if you aren't even sleeping or taking or eating, right? right. <laughs> so there's, right. they build on one another. And mm -hmm. so you go set those foundations in place. And with regards to your relationship, you know, maybe even having those conversations and to get back on the same page, connecting around what are, what is your intention for your relationship? What are your shared goals? Like, what are you, what do you want to see? And how could possibly each of you give a little more of yourself to that intention? So maybe if it's, you know, we never have any time, our kids are on top of us 24 seven, we don't even get to bed till 1030. And, you know, we got to get up at the crack of dawn and all those things. I totally understand how that is. I'm a mom, I know. <laughs> but it's really being intentional about creating pockets of time, even if it's five minutes, even if it's two minutes, how can you create, create regular connection points with each other? And so maybe that looks like you can only get once a week and perhaps put the kids a movie on for the kids and let them know they stay downstairs and don't come upstairs or they stay in their room and watch the iPad and you and your partner have a date night. You know, I think over time when they get older, obviously it's easier to communicate than like a six month old is not going to get it. Right. <laughs> but three year old even. <laughs> yes, no, no, not at all. But you know, the more you start talking to them about your boundaries and kind of explaining why it's important, the more they're going to respect them because now my daughter is eight. And so she's really good about, I put my do not disturb on the door and she knows not to bother me unless it's an emergency or if I'm doing breath work or whatever it is. Yeah. She's like, oh, mom's doing her thing in there. <laughs> and like, but think of how you're setting that. Like, that's awesome because you're setting her up for those routines later on in life too. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's so often we forget about like as parents, like what we're doing and what we're teaching our kids nonstop. It's so so that's beautiful that she knows that for in the future. Like she has to take care of herself too, because mom mm -hmm. taught her to teach, to take care of herself. I have a funny story around that. She has these little LOL dolls, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with, but these little dolls that the kids play with. And she has this little doll house and there's a bathtub in there, but she decided to put rose petals in the bathtub to give her dolls a goddess bath. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> which I was like, this is amazing. My plan is working. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> but it is so true. You know, we think about that, like our kids learn by what they see. And so mm -hmm. with regards to your relationship, you know, making time for each other as a priority and they see that, then they'll know when it comes time for them to be in a relationship that that's something they have to make a priority. Yeah. And yes, it can be challenging. But even if it's like I said, five, 10 minutes, just making that regular time to connect and making it a priority. Because I think that's what sometimes happens, especially with the craziness, you get into the routine of hauling wood and, you know, water and all the routines. And so you forget that you actually like this person, that you actually are on the same page, that there is a reason you got together in the first place. <laughs> yeah. No, and I think it's, even if it's just five minutes today and five minutes tomorrow and five minutes the next day, you're still 15 minutes ahead at the end of the week, right? Like if we think of those things, I'm, I'm a huge fan of saying baby steps are like those mm -hmm. simple, sustainable yes. steps, because where will you be a year from now? And if it was only five minutes a day, that's so much further ahead a year from now than not doing anything at this point. Mm -hmm. Right. But those five minutes we know are going to grow to more. Like it's the reality. Exactly. So, and yeah. it's that little, those little pieces of presence you can give one another. Yes. So for example, if they walk in the room and you're available to actually 
stop and look and acknowledge their presence, say hello, versus like just ignore each other. <laughs> like, who are you living in my house? <laughs> my roommate. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, we laugh, but I mean, I'm serious. Like I, oh, how often we hear that, right? Like I've seen so many people now go through divorces over the last, you know, 10 years. And it was, it was like, we were just were roommates at this point. And I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. And that's what I often hear with my couples is that everything else is great. All the other aspects of their relationship are awesome. It's just this one area around sex that's their struggle. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good to know. Like, it's not just, so if you're listening and you're like, wait a minute, like there are a lot of couples that struggle, but there is always like light at the end of the tunnel too. Exactly. Yes. Beautiful. What else do you want to add? I know you've got a podcast and all that, but anything else you want to share with the audience? I mean, I think any last thoughts that I would be is with anything, whatever you prioritize is going to be what you see results in, right? So whether it's your health or whether it's your relationship or whether it's your sexuality, everything is connected. So really kind of, it sometimes can be so helpful to just take that time to look, all right, let's look at these different areas of my life and what's working and celebrating yourself for those things first and then saying, okay, where could things be better? And what would I love to see? And start noticing like, what are the baby steps I can take to, to bring these areas to life again? Because it's like anything, it doesn't take a lot often. It's just like breathing some life mm-hmm. onto the embers, right? To bring them back to life. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And it's something so needed right now. Just we're all yeah. like, everybody's just burnt out to the, yeah. after 2020, but we all, right. we just, we do, we have to just take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And also don't be afraid to reach out for help. You don't have to do it alone. And if it's something that you can't seem to do on your own, that's why there's experts to help. So know that there's people available. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, share with them your website. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) you can find me at amandatesta.com. And I also have a podcast called Find Your Feminine Fire that you can find on all the places, or you can also find it on my website as well. And I also wanted to offer you, if you are in that experience where you're finding it hard to get out of your head and into your body during sex, or you just don't even ever feel like getting in the mood and whether you're you know, single or in a relationship, this is a meditation that can help you and it's called get in the mood. So you can go to amandatesta.com slash get in the mood and receive that meditation to help you. Awesome. We'll put all the links below in the podcast too. Yes. Amanda, thanks so much. It's so great connecting with you. Yes. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, Dr. Lisa. content provided by Dr. Lisa Olszewski and her guests in her programs, including this podcast, her website, summits, and other platforms is for educational and informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider before you make any changes to your health routine, especially related to this content. Ask your physician questions about medical conditions. No statement has been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and products mentioned or discussed in these programs are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I hear it all the time. How do I get my kids to eat fruits and vegetables? How can I get them to take a multivitamin? Or even for our adults, I hate fruits and vegetables. How do I incorporate some of the great benefits of this? This is why I created the Nourish Super Greens and Super Reds. You are going to love them. They are all organic. You have organic green blend and an organic red antioxidant blend. But what else I love about this? 
I brought in immune support as well. So we have such amazing superfoods, all of the different mushrooms that are in there, along with digestive enzymes. And you can just mix it into your smoothie. You can mix it into some water, but it tastes good. There are no added sugars. You're going to love it. So just click the link below or go to drlisao.com and click the shop button.